do, do not, not adjust, adjust your computer, computer screen. screen. If, if your mind were changing, stories set to a theme, think outside, Universe Box. So this poem is called Winter Walk. I scream out your name on top of the Eiffel Tower, hoping that my voice will reach out to you. I come back to Paris each year just to do that. Afterward, I take a stroll down the same street, the same alleyway, the same route that we had walked last time we were here on vacation. I thought I could run into you by chance, but during the stroll, I can't help but to notice how much of the scenery have changed. I wonder how many years have Paris aged? How many seasons have passed her by? Does she even know that it's winter right now, waiting for spring? I thought it is kind of ironic how I can see you every day in my dream. But I can only meet you once a year. Every time I pass by your grave, while wandering up and down the street. From the heavens to your ears, this is Universe Box, and we're back from vacation. Uh, hi, I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And yes, uh, we, we did, unfortunately, we had to miss the episode last week. But we but didn't miss it. We moved it to now. We took a right vac- now. We took a, a small vacation. We did take a little vacation. Which is why I'm dressed for vacation right now. I'm wearing very relaxed clothing, and uh, actually, we didn't warm up your camera. No, no. But my, ooh, that was yeah. quick. Got rum. Got rum? Where's the rum gone? But where is the rum? On Anne-Marie's shirt. But uh, welcome to Universe Box, story set to a theme. And we have a theme tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, you may have figured it out by now. <laughs> but uh, we had a couple uh, little announcements here we wanted to uh, mention first. First of all, uh, th- big thanks to our listener, Scotty Rowland. We, we now have an official Universe Box subreddit. It's uh, reddit.com slash r slash Universe Box. And here, I'll show it to you guys here. And we're still trying to get the design worked up here i i tried to send scotty a graphic uh beforehand but it didn't quite fit right but i we're good i think we're gonna try and funnel most of uh the listener feedback for the show over into this subreddit to keep it kind of organized and we'll have a thread for every episode and everything like that but scotty's kind of uh taking it upon himself to to build this up for so big we really appreciate it holler to you sir in the (laughs) chat room yes and uh we'll we'll also uh we're after the episode tonight we're going to be uh doing a little bit of a planning session with us whoever happens to be in the chat room tonight Mm -hmm. uh so we'll probably uh talk a bit more about this but definitely very cool and thank you very much scotty for uh thank you so much we really really appreciate for setting that up and uh let's see here uh there were a a couple other things we wanted to mention too uh one is uh we're going to be uh uh, doing un- more episodes. We have next week's episode, which we'll talk about in a minute, and then we don't have any more planned. So we wanted to plan out the next 10 or so. True story. And so we set up a straw poll uh, with, I, th- I think there were, what, 14 different... Something like that, yeah. Uh, ...themes or topics for episodes that we picked out, and uh, people have been voting on them all day. It's at strawpoll.me slash 367-9490. Again, that's strawpoll.me slash 367-9490. And we're going to keep this open until uh, the episode next week. Yes. And uh, then, uh, and w- what we're going to do, we're going to pick, we're going to set up, plan the next 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pick the top seven from this poll. Yes. And then we're going to pick three from the chat room tonight. So hopefully we have people there in the chat room tonight. Yeah. So if, if people happen <laughs> to pop into the chat room at youtube.universebox.com, I think you can get to 
from there. Uh, but uh, And you want to throw out some ideas for episodes. We'll pick three uh, from the chat room tonight, and then we'll pick the other seven from uh, this straw poll, which you'll have about a week mm-hmm. uh, to uh, vote on. Uh, you, it needs to be, you, you need to have your final votes in by the time we go live next week at 8.30 p.m. EST at YouTube.UniverseBox.com. Uh, now, speaking of next week, before we get into this week, next week, uh, usually we try to save this as a reveal for the end, mm-hmm. but we're uh, doing an episode on fear. Uh, the reason we mention it up top here is we want as many of you as possible to send us over video or audio, and it's real simple. All you need to do is just flip on the camera and say something that scares you. Like for me, for example, I have a fear of dogs, so I would just turn on the camera and be like, dogs. And then turn it off, and I'd upload it to YouTube, or I'd send uh, send the video file over to universeboxshow at gmail.com, or you could send the YouTube link. You can say you can ju- just do however a voice you want to do it. Yeah, yeah, and you could even do like a voice memo on your phone, or you could call our uh, voicemail or- line, uh, which is four two four two seven four two three five two. Two six five two. Two three five two. Two three five two. Are you sure? No. Yeah. Uh, four two four two seven four two three five two. I love being right. But uh, we want to have at least twenty of these to make the opening video for next week. Uh, but we need them uh, by Tuesday, February twenty fourth at eleven fifty nine p.m. So you know by the end of the night on Tuesday, so I can edit it all together on Wednesday for our show on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess uh, now we should probably oh, talk about one more thing. Oh, what? next week's Wonderbox. Oh, yeah. We wanted uh, to mention our next next week's Wonderbox so you guys could watch it and get prepared for it. We're going to be doing the uh, movie Scream. Because, ah! you know, the theme is fear. So, uh, Sorry. Scream is okay. Yeah, that was a little loud. Uh, You're welcome. I'm afraid of your voice. No. <laughs> ah! But, uh, no, no, so uh, if you want to go ahead and re- rewatch the original movie, uh, Wes Craven's Scream, uh, and send us your thoughts uh, to the previous mentioned, previously mentioned contact. That would be universeboxshow at gmail.com. We would very much appreciate it. True story. Okay, so now as far as what's in the box this week, uh, Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and pop open the box uh, to see what we'll be talking about, which you might have already guessed based on our intro. We're talking about vacation. <laughs> yes, uh, this week's episode is about vacation. And uh, we'll open up the Wonder Box to watch National Lampoon's Vacation. Where's the Wonder Box, Emery? There we Wonder go. Box. Excellent. And uh, next we'll talk with our buddy Steve about his international vacation in the phone box. Phone box. And Rebecca takes us to a taping uh, of Saturday Night Live in the memory box. And finally, we'll crack open the idea box to discuss a vacation that changed our lives pretty much so it'll be fun and then last but not least is the mailbox oh yes in the mailbox where we'll uh, take uh stories about vacations from you guys true dad which is always fun or from one girl i believe this yes, week we have one. okay so uh, what's our our first box up here Emery? our first box is the wonder box the wonder box wonder, uh, wonder, wonder, now it's time wonder. to find out if we'll rediscover the wonder we felt from our favorite movies and tv shows in the wonder box <laughs> Uh, now, jump in the truckster because we're taking a vacation, a National Lampoon's vacation, that is. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're hilarious. Yes, we're talking National Lampoon's vacation, which uh, coincidentally and kind of kind of uh, weirdly, uh, neither of us have really seen before. I may have seen it like way, way back, like maybe sixth grade or something. Mm-hmm. I have enough vague memories, but this was the first time as 
well, an adult yeah. seeing it. Yeah, so. and I've seen several uh, like bit, bits and blobs mm-hmm. of it, like on TBS on Saturday That's afternoons always, and stuff yeah. like that. But I've never sat down and watched the entire thing. But why don't you go ahead and do our rhyming uh, summary? Sure. And then we'll get into the, into the discussion. Clark Griswold can't do anything right. He gets the wrong car, runs off the road at night. Every roadside attraction hurts them. It's biblical. The writers aren't happy unless everyone's miserable. Wally worlds the goal as he faces temptation. In the classic comedy, National Lampoon's Vacation. National Lampoon's Vacation. What'd you think, Anne-Marie? Not a fan? Oh my gosh. I wanted to turn it off as soon as it started. (laughs) I was just... Mm -hmm. I think your eyes were were permanently stuck in the rolled position. Yes. (laughs) Like, okay, so we have notebooks. Oh, I didn't know Mm -hmm. Um, To take our notes so we know what we want to talk about. And I think it was at least half an hour, 20 minutes before I even wrote anything. Mm -hmm. And my notes were really snarky. Yeah. You'll hear that momentarily. Yeah, mine were too. Like a lot of them were... Yes, but you had so many more. I was like... I can't even. Well, a lot of my my notes were. I bet this was really hit back in nineteen eighty three. I know. I was like, I don't want to keep writing. This is very eighties and not in a good way. Yeah. Over and over again. But I, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the main discussion here. Uh, now, first off, uh, something I, – I think I was giving the writers and the movie way too much credit because, you know, you hear National Lampoon. You think Harvard. You think Simpsons writers. You think smart writing, right? No. Wait, Harvard? Yeah. Uh, it, Har- National Lampoon is Harvard's uh, humor magazine and they they, brand- they use the branding for movies and stuff oh. like that. That's why they have like National Lampoon's Vacation and Senior Trip and yeah. Adam and Eve or – you know, there's really bad mate direct DVD ones from a couple of years Interesting. back. I like Van Wilder. That was the National Lampoon, right? Yeah, that was National Lampoon. I liked Van Wilder, but I was in college, I think, at the time. Yeah, so, so that's it, why I really liked Van Wilder. It was what you knew. It was, uh, yeah. But I, I think I was giving them a little too much credit just because of the National Lampoon's branding, uh, especially concerning Christy Brinkley's plot. You know, the 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 hot blonde in the, in the red sports car that Clark runs into several times. Now, again, I've never seen the movie all the way through so i was convinced throughout pretty much the entire movie right up until her last scene that she was a figment of clark's imagination brought on from the boredom and frustration that he had with his yeah you know classic nuclear family suburban life and everything and it, 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 the evidence just kept kept building for it too it, it was it just seemed like anytime his stress level levels ramped up there she she'd was. appear yeah right and and the more stress was that was coming on to him, the more she would engage with him. Right. You know, when he was just kind of like annoyed by people bickering in the car and stuff, she just drove by him, waved and moved on. And then when uh, he was like super fighting and you know when they pulled over with the sandwiches and everything he was like super frustrated about that whole situation she was waving and they were like doing the dance thing yeah and uh, then when he had the big blow blow out with his wife Mm -hmm. uh she approached him and started talking to him and stuff so i thought that they were setting this all up that she was going to be you know just a basically a figment of his imagination or fantasy he was having uh as he was dealing with this whole uh you know big cross-country trip trip and everything but sadly and i i it makes me really sad because it would have been so easy for them to leave it ambiguous and again i'm probably reading 
uh, my stuff into the movie a little bit too. Mm-hmm. But uh, because everyone saw her in the pool with Clark there at the end, yeah, it com- it completely like ruined any chance they could have of uh, even suggesting that. And uh, y- you know, they could have even had her like jump out of the pool and run away really quick before everyone saw after right. Clark started yelling. Uh, but y- you know, considering that she was real, it made me really made me feel think a lot less of Clark. You yeah, know, you know, it made him seem like kind kind of a scumbag versus a bored guy who was you know imagining a hot blonde uh, being into him you know it was so much stronger if she was imaginary Mm -hmm. so much stronger like i know it's a really classic part or whatever yeah but it made me want to slap him really really hard do the sequels bring her back i don't know oh you don't know no No. Yeah, but it it definitely it definitely I it definitely made me think a lot less of the Clark character where before it seemed like he was like you know just trying to press forward and you know just you know complete the quest. Yeah. And everything I, with that it just made it seem like he he was just looking for a reason to screw his life right, or something, like, you know. And the fact that she forgave him. Mhm. Really bothered me. Yeah, I think we have a little. Oh, bit we have something on that later. More, yeah. Sorry, but Sorry. I you had you had another problem okay, with another it. serious problem. And again, you know, I'm mm-hmm. literally as old as the movie, yeah. so I don't know if maybe this is just kind of the age difference, mm-hmm. if you will, and, and the time the and movie the time was made the movie, in. The racism was horrible, mm-hmm. like and blatantly out there, and like I know it, I know it exists. I, I like to pretend it doesn't, but I, it was there. <laughs> yeah, and like they live in Chicago. Why was it such a surprise to be in a bad St. Louis neighborhood? Very that true. really bothered me. I'm like, you're from Chicago, <laughs> Chicago. Like I've been lost in the bad neighborhoods in Chicago before. Mm-hmm. Very similar situation, actually. Oh, really? I don't remember where we were going, but my dad got off at the wrong exit, <laughs> and we were in a bad neighborhood in Chicago. Well, I, I've only been to Chicago once in my life oh. for 45 minutes and I got mugged. <laughs> yes. I was there for literally for 45 minutes and I yes. got mugged. So it's a, it's a dangerous town. But apparently there were no black people in there. <laughs> Or like in their world mm-hmm. and just like the fact that it, it was so offensive like the way they were talking to them and everything and then you know i kind of i was like all right whatever whatever but then they get to wally world mm-hmm. and wally's they tell him you know there's terrorists and i'm thinking to myself well this is before the terrorism was like a crazy thing here and he's like are they arabs and i'm like is this from a few years ago <laughs> like i almost yeah. feel it's more ex- more acceptable because of everything that's gone mm-hmm. on not not well, acceptable but you know what i mean like well i mean expected you, you know there there's been issues issues since back then you right. know with a various like uh, radical arab terrorist and things like that like i i remember that being a very common uh comic book plot before 9-11 but it's still kind of like it still kind of made my ears perk up Yes. Like, like when they used it i was like would they have jumped a terrorist immediately right you know that was back the- then Exactly. Um, Scotty thinks that we should have watched Vegas Vacation because it's better or Christmas mm-hmm. Vacation. But anyway. Yeah, he also says that he loves the movies. So. Oh, Scotty. <laughs> so, yeah, the racism really kind of drove me nuts. Yeah, but uh, something I did like about the movie, though, was sort of the uh, the parody of uh, – the Disney experience, the Dis- all the Disney motifs and everything. Mm-hmm. I-, I thought they did a really good job with Wally World uh, being the stand-in for Disney World, of mm-hmm. course. Except I-, I thought they had way too many roller coasters. 
coasters for being Disney. I mean, I've only been to the Magic Kingdom, but there were like three roller coasters in the entire park. And I won't lie, the roller coaster scenes were my favorite of the entire mm. movie. I actually felt a little roller coaster watching them. Like I, I thought maybe I was falling asleep. I thought there was like one too many though. Like I, th- I thought maybe that last one was a little much because they it was like a two minute roller coaster sequence, and then like they had a little flash of the police coming yes. into the park, and then they came back for another two minute roller coaster sequence. It was weird, but no, I thought all that was really. And I guess like the the roller coasters were a little extreme for a Disney park too. Like you know. It, eh. But it wasn't High Disney. Hill. It was Wally World. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it had to have its differences. But, you know, we, it, it, it was it was playing around. It, it, was, it was very much pretending Disney. to be Disney. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A moose instead of a mouse, all that kind of stuff. And obviously. The song. The, yeah, the song. the song. I was like, what? And even like the score they were using in the Wally World section, I, I believe had sort of a hint of it's a small world in it mm-hmm. uh but I, I i really enjoyed the uh the roy wally uh who was basically a stand-in for walt slash roy disney who uh walt obviously walt disney you know who right. walt disney is and then roy e disney he's the guy who t- i think he's walt's nephew he took over for a lot of the business stuff oh, after yeah. walt left um but I, I he was kind of a pastiche of those two characters and i i, I enjoyed him a lot one he looked a lot like walt disney yeah. he looked like a disney and uh he also uh reacted exactly how i would imagine walt disney or roy e disney reacting based on their public personas i mean obviously they were different men behind the scenes i mean everyone we, is we just watched uh, saving mr banks uh, last right. week and uh, disney can be a little hard nosed when he wants to be right or could be uh but i i think like based on their public personas uh how they reacted how he reacted to clark's uh plea and everything is exactly how i would imagine a disney uh, to react uh, right. what did you think of that overall i thought it was a very good disney um it was very it helped the solidifying that wally world was disney world yeah everything was, it was the it was the mustache, <laughs> was the mustache. so i don't know if they, that worked but there were so many times in this movie where clark should have been completely arrested thrown in jail and oh, forgotten yeah. about yeah. Like, how was no, there was, I don't know. Am I old? Is this why I don't like the movie? Because I'm just old and grumpy now? Well, everybody knows 80s America was basically the wild, wild west. Well, <laughs> sorry. Um, like, okay, the leaving the check and stealing the money, mm-hmm. just steal the money. Yeah, that's a, I, I was thinking that too. Like, don't leave your check with don't all your personal information check. when you're You're going to jail. At least, what, petty larceny? Some, well, it depends on how much it was. Yeah. Because he wrote the check for a thousand, but he just took whatever was in the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much was in there. He could have had three grand. It was a nice, fancy hotel <laughs> right on the canyon. Yeah. Um, Who obviously were very sensitive about taking checks or, yes, or credit cards, you know. So weird. Um, he tied a dog to the bumper. Mm-hmm. He'd have been real quick in jail on that one now. Or at least taken in for some serious questioning yeah. just because well the cop wasn't too happy with him although i i thought no. the cop let him off really easy yes you know i didn't get it i was confused um dead body on the porch anyone <laughs> dead body on the top of the well, car the top of the car, and then just left it on the porch mm-hmm. these poor children are going to be so traumatized <laughs> it was creepy yeah i wouldn't be surprised if one of them ended up growing up and like taking a bet to get molly ringwald's underwear or something like that har 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 uh, john hughes joke. it didn't happen very long after that anyway <laughs> um the crashing through the barrier thing mm-hmm. like there were signs beforehand buddy yeah like it doesn't happen every day well the falling asleep at the wheel <gasps> oh the fall- <laughs> how did none of them wake up 
That's, that scene went on way too long. Yes, I because know it's a movie. I was going to say it's a broad comedic world, so that's why they didn't wake up. Okay, and then last but certainly not least, holding up the security guards at gunpoint. Who Granted, it? I know it was a BB gun, mm-hmm. but it was a gun. Maybe. I, I just I, live in 2015. I, I thought John Candy was very kind about the I whole thing. I John Candy. Yeah. yeah. I, he, yeah. he was very kind considering how, how, uh, how awful treated. Clark yes. was being. I, but the big thematic question for me in this movie yes. is just why is this trip so important to Clark Griswold? Right. Uh, you, now, he he specifically says uh, towards the end that Wally World's a quest for him. It's it's a mission. It's it's a, a goal. But what what's the prize in this quest? Right. Well, I, I think he wants to know that even with his suburban life, like the boring food additive job and, mm-hmm. you know, the house in the suburbs and the, the 2.3 kids and all that kind of stuff, that there still exists a chance for excitement in the world for, mm-hmm. for, for Clark Griswold. And oh, there was excitement. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I also think that uh, his choice in the pool uh, is was him abandoning the hope of ever finding that excitement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's never – he at that point, he was like, we're never going to make it to Wally World or metaphorically make it to Wally World and, and have that chance of excitement and adventure and spontaneity mm-hmm. that I might miss from my youth. But I thought it was – you know, I thought it was really sad that, you know, he's kind of a tragic character in that everything that happens in this movie is exciting and out of nowhere and it, it's an adventure and big and brash and fun. Well, maybe not necessarily fun but at least interesting something happened yeah and but he's so busy you know looking at that uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow wally world that he doesn't see that he he's already having that the spontaneous fun family adventure that it, he he's imagining is going to be at the end of the road right. you know and, and I, I i think that's also part of the reason why he reacts so extremely when wally world's closed because you know he he worked he went through all this uh worked all this way to get to Wally World and then nothing. And then it's closed. Yeah. And so weeks, which is just weird mm-hmm. and beyond anything to me that they were going to be closed for two weeks and nobody knew. But then I got, then I was like, why didn't they check the website? Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. There weren't websites. There weren't back websites then. for that. Yeah. I think I wrote down something similar like uh, today this wouldn't happen. This would not happen. They would not close like that. Mm-hmm. That just, that just wouldn't happen. Yeah. But, but I, th- I thought it was interesting. I mean, I thought, I, I, I thought it was interesting that Clark ended up being ultimate, even though he got everything he wanted he still ended up being kind of a tragic character um scotty points out that he's continuing to look for the excitement in every movie oh is he so it doesn't end (laughs) it never ends it never ends (laughs) okay i mean i'm sure this happens all the time but no one seemed phased really by all of clark's crazy screaming cursing meltdowns Mm -hmm. i shan't repeat them because i don't know what our (laughs) level is but i think you're up in the head Mm mm-hmm you're yelling at your children. Well, no, no. There were more than one of them, though. Well, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, in the '80s again, there was a, a completely different standard for that sort of thing, too. Oh, like, like, I mean, if if you weren't like literally beating your kid with a belt, you were you were considered a pretty decent parent, you know, regardless of you know chucking up f bombs at your kids or whatever. Right? Like, I mean, it doesn't bother. I think I've become old. Have you? I think I've really become old. You just don't like the language. I know. I, I don't mind language. I will drop an F-bomb all day long. But I don't. I just – no one seemed even really phased. Like she said mm-hmm. stuff to him. She's like, Clark, calm down. You know, Clark, calm down, whatever. And I'm like, but this isn't like a thing. Yeah. It was. I don't know. Again, I'm old. Yeah, I, I definitely think y- – those edges are very much sanded down in modern movies that fall into this sort of style. Like I, I 
I think what was that one? Robin Williams was in a few years back. RV. Oh, uh, yeah, and that that, I, that was not a few years back. Just so you know, yeah, well, like seven or eight years or something. More than more that. than that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah there. The, you know, for as much as Robin Williams' uh, humor is very out there and brash and lots of you know curse words and f bombs and things like that, RV was not that way at all. Or I guess yeah, are you we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Okay, so uh, this is just a real quick. <laughs> love this point. I love it. Okay, so I, I can't be alone in this, right? Aunt Edna and her dog deserve to die. They they deserve to be killed. Yes, I, I said it. I said I said what we were all we were all thinking. She deserved to die, and she de- deserved to have her body decompose in the rain. Honestly, because she was mean. No, she no no. It's fine. I don't know about she, the decomposing in the rain. Dying, sure, but not. Okay, okay. I'll walk it back. I'll walk it back. I'm glad he left the umbrella. Because I would have hate uh, whatever the cousin's name, I would have hate, hated for him to clean it up, even though he was kind of flaky. But yeah, I just had to say that. Yeah, the dog was a jerk. And Edna was a jerk. <laughs> the dog was horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like an animal, but mm. I wanted to kick that puppy into the nasty pool. <laughs> I'm like, can you stop biting people? Nice. Um. Okay, the soundtrack. I know it's the 80s, but how many times do we have to hear the same song? There were a lot of good songs in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Let's play one or two of them. Well, I think I think they just they kept going back to that whoa 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 holiday whoa 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 whoa. It's kind of like a thematic thing, almost to make it feel like a travel log or something. You know, I got that, but I think it was just too intense. Mm-hmm. It was like too bold, and like no one knows how to use the volume control when they were <laughs> mixing this one. Also, the sound effects were like insane. There weren't like too too many of them, but when mm-hmm. Aunt Edna came out of the house, I was like, somebody just hit every button on the little keyboard <laughs> that makes all the sounds. That's yeah. what happened here. A little bit. They were scary. So eighties. Okay, so does it pass the wonder test? Does it? I, obviously, we haven't seen it before, but they, I will say, does it make us feel the wonder that other people? <laughs> have expressed to us about this movie please don't make me ever have to watch that again yeah it was uh well oh you say no i Uh, say no go ahead and give your justification for okay so i'm not a huge like i've seen the christmas vacation a few times it's one of those traditiony type movies yeah never been huge on it please don't throw things at me please don't send me hate mail um but even like the classic scenes that you see like they're always on you know the top x amount of excuse me list of the 80s quotes and stuff with the like the french kiss and the whole convertible thing yeah like those were boring those seemed really (laughs) really boring to me Mm -hmm. maybe they were edgy at some point not so much in this time. Yeah, definitely. So don't make me ever watch that again. <laughs> yeah, it definitely felt like it would have come off – a lot of the jokes would have come off as a lot more hip back in the 80s for sure. Yeah, I'm also going to have to say it's a no. I mean I, I liked it. It was really funny at parts. I, I thought a lot of like the dry humor from Chevy Chase was good and, and stuff like that. But it, it, it might have even come across as hip at the time like I said. But everything – a lot of the jokes just felt stale these days. You yeah. know, uh, Clark's wife forgiving him at the end there. Really put me off too. It kind of made me hate 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 the entire family. Yes, almost just the way that whole situation went down. Yes, like at the end where what's his face Rusty was like, I better go talk to dad. I'm like, you're like 15. Yeah, you shouldn't be talking to your dad. Your dad should be like, I'm just gonna get on a plane and go or something. Like, yeah. uh-uh. Yeah, and it, it's definitely one of those things. I think if I had seen it uh, a decade or two ago. 
it probably could have been like Better. like that's an awesome movie that's an awesome comedy but just uh my jaded old cynical eyes told me no but yeah next week we're doing scream <laughs> <laughs> yes so get watching that but uh, yeah that's uh the wonder box segment so what's up next what box do we have coming up next here Oh, shoot. oh, and she dropped the box. Phone box. The really bad drawing of phone. phone. The phone box. Phone. Yes, uh, we're, we're going to do the phone box Aha. now. And keeping in the theme of vacation, we sat down a couple weekends ago with our good <laughs> friend Steve to talk about vacations he's taken to England, Ireland, and Scotland. If you're watching live, we're going to be in the chat, too. So, you know, hang out for that. But this is a it's, it's a fairly long interview. It's about half an hour. But then we'll be back for idea box, <laughs> uh, for memory box, for all sorts of fun stuff. So stick around. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's phone box. Um, today we are literally calling um, Steve <laughs> Salyer, who has taken many a trip over to the Europe's and the Ireland's and is going to share some pictures, some stories, some interesting things about the trip. Yeah, and believe it or not, for for the first time on phone box, this is a literal phone call. That's ba- what I'm saying. We were having issues with Skype and recording <laughs> the stream and everything, so we shut that down. We came over to Google Plus. Steve's mixer was having issues, so we called his phone through a Google Hangout. <laughs> so crazy. How you doing, Steve? Oh, doing great. Excellent. Good, good. Okay, uh, so uh, why don't Yeah, I... this is just like a regular vacation, you know. Something's going to go wrong, it's going to go wrong. <laughs> and you just have to kind of roll with the punches. Roll with and the punches, yep. Have some magic juice when you can. So, uh, <laughs> Steve, why don't you go ahead and start exactly. off? Exactly. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and start off and just uh, tell us a little bit about where you went and everything. Okay, well, our first trip over to Ireland was in 2011. Mm-hmm. And we basically uh, covered the uh, southern part of the country. Now, of course, we uh, the things that could go wrong did go wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. The first night we were going to stay in a uh, bed and breakfast in Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. And we had GPS coordinates, but of oh, course no. they were European GPS coordinates, not American oh, GPS no. coordinates. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so did you end up like driving into the ocean instead of bread and, bre- bed and breakfast or something? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there was a couple of many times that we, uh, the, uh, our GPS showed we were driving in the middle of water when we weren't, fortunately, Uh but, uh, (laughs) yeah, we had finally found it, but if, of course, before the, the trip even started, we have beagles and, uh, one of them was in my wife's lap and she moved quickly and kind of hit her head up against my wife's, uh, lower chin. Uh-oh. And kind of messed up a tooth, but <gasps> oh, you know, no. and oh geez, and my Anne Marie said, "No, we're going, you know, problem." But of course, when we got over there, mm-hmm. it went nuts on her, and oh, so no. she ended up having to have that pulled the very first day we were there. Oh, that's <laughs> we're having to... like emergency <laughs> dental surgery in Europe, <laughs> first day. yeah, in a whole other country, in oh, a whole other country, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. So she was yeah, on pain pills for the first half of your trip then, at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, but once we got through that first day of, uh, you know, trying to get our bearings and getting used to the GPS, of course, you're driving on, you know, the left side of the road instead of the right side. And um, So that's you know, an adjustment. That's interesting. That's a major adjustment. <laughs> 
well, not <laughs> the first day at least. <laughs> so, so uh, what? what uh, I, my wife was able to adjust to it a lot uh, quicker than I was because she's left-handed, so she oh. kind of took to it. You know, it it fit her real well. So, so she was like, "This is the way it should have always been." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so uh, what after? You, okay, so you, you're over there. Uh, you have emergency. You have, have the tooth thing, thing happen and, and everything. Uh, what do you? What's the first big thing you do? What's the first sight you see? Well, first sight. As soon as we got our tooth pulled, we went down to uh, Glendala, mm-hmm. which is a uh, old, ancient, um, religious burial area. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Really beautiful. A lot of old old graves and buildings to look around it was it was beautiful drive down there mm-hmm. and uh, after that we we got to the bed breakfast and uh, the next week we went down to Kenmar which is in the uh, southwest part of the uh, country and we actually have stayed in a uh, in a self catering cottage, oh, and we found that that was that was the best way to spend any time in a country if you're going to spend more than just a couple of days because uh-huh. you get to buy food and you know have it in a fridge. You know you don't have to cook if you don't want to, but it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to get up in the morning and have your coffee, have a bite to eat before you go out and you know do your sightseeing. Mm-hmm. So we stayed there for seven days and we're able to hit uh, the Dingle Peninsula and the Berea Peninsula, all the two main peninsulas down in the southwest part of the country, which is absolutely gorgeous. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, oh yeah, you are. Because you're from an Irish background. So I'm, so. I'm 50% Irish, 50% um, Italian. Italian. So basically, Italy and Ireland before I die come hell or high water, basically. <laughs> I don't care if I'm on my deathbed. I'll be like, someone put me on a plane and take me to Europe. Just take me to a country that starts with an I. Yes. That's all I care about. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, you were talking a bit about food there and stuff. What, what were some of the, the favorite, uh, your favorite dishes you tried there? Because I mean, when you go on vacation, that's something that's always great. Even if it's just like you know locally within your own country, just mm-hmm. the local cuisine and stuff. So, what, what were some of your favorite dishes you had while you were over there? Oh, when you're in Ireland, you're on an island, you're going to eat fish. Lots of fish. <laughs> a lot of fish. A lot of absolutely fantastic fish. Yeah, fish yeah. and potatoes, and of course. Oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of a lot of potatoes. Nice. The uh, oh, I can't even remember the name of it now, and we even have it here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the the food was always great. The the beer is fantastic. Oh, I mean, isn't it warm though? There. No, no. Why do they I drink have... tea warm, but they don't drink beer warm? Okay, good, good. I can deal with cold beer then. I can't do warm beer. <laughs> And I'm sure I'm sure the whiskey was probably pretty top notch too. Oh yeah, I would assume. Nice boiler maker. That'd be that would be quite the boiler maker, wouldn't it? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Now the biggest thing we really saw was um, called the Cliffs of Moore, and that's uh-huh. on the uh, west coast of Ireland. It is absolutely fantastic. But, of course, the day that we scheduled to go, we get there, and the rain is coming down sideways. Oh, jeez. Oh, Raining in Ireland? Really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, we, 
we really got lucky. We were there for 10 days, and we only got really rained out three of them. That's not oh, bad. That's, that's a really good. Uh, that's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's really good. So we figured we were going to come back, and so we'd go back there again another trip and see if we could catch it when it's not was not quite as bad, even though I went out and bared, you know, bared it to get some pictures. <laughs> of course. Anything for the yeah. picture. Which, by the way, as you've been talking, we've been showing a bunch of the pictures you sent over, and uh, just beautiful stuff. It's gorgeous. It, like, like it, it, even if you're an audio listener, it's worth it to go watch the video just to check out Just to picture. see his pictures. Absolutely. But, yeah. yes. So, so, so then you went back. It was last summer, wasn't it? Uh, no, actually, it was. Uh, we went back in 2012 and 2013, and then last summer uh-huh. we went to Scotland and the UK. That's oh, it. Okay. That's it. That's what I was thinking oh, so of. So cool. So, uh, UK. Uh, what what did you guys uh, get up to in the UK? I, I mean, I know we're, we've been talking Ireland, but I, I I like the UK, so I want to hear about the UK. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we found out um, after we had gotten over there. I knew I had a cousin that lived in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one thing I didn't know was she also run has rents out a room basically for travelers. Oh, nice! And we could have stayed with them, but of course, when I found out that she was doing that, she had already had somebody booked for the couple of days we were going to be in London. Oh, jeez! So we ended up finding another flat. Mm-hmm. Now. Most of the stuff we did in London, we went over and checked out a few castles over in Wales. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we went and saw Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, everything you you could imagine. It, it, it is absolutely unbelievable standing there in front of it. So the Pandora did open? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sure felt like it did, that was for sure. <laughs> Oh no! I, I, I've always did. Did they ever nail down what that was made for exactly? I know there were like there, there's like a ton of theories. Everything from aliens to like uh, star charts to like uh, an altar sort of thing. Did they ever nail down what Stonehenge was all about? No, it's it's all of those things and more. <laughs> See, I, I was hoping you were going to be like, yes, actually, while we were over there, we figured out the mystery of Stonehenge. And I was like, exclusive on Universe Box. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I wish I could tell you that um, the Stargate appeared. And I, <laughs> I went and visited another universe while we were there, but no, I couldn't say couldn't say that, unfortunately. So, so what? what uh, did you did you guys uh, get to do any sight sitting sightseeing? I keep saying sight sitting sightseeing <laughs> within the city at all. Oh yeah. Now of course we get there and we go up and see my cousin, mm-hmm. and uh, she says, "Okay, this is the bus line you want to take because it's going to take you by St. Paul's Cathedral, and you really want to see that." Mm-hmm. Okay, we get down, you know, we go by St. Paul's and we get off there at the Thames and we start heading one direction and we walk a good mile or so and, hmm, we don't seem to be any closer to uh, the Tower of London. So I'll pull out the phone and pull up the GPS and say, okay, which way? Oh, crap, we were going the wrong way. <laughs> oh, <geez>. no. <laughs> Lost in London. Sounds like a Yeah, and special. of course. <laughs> 
It happened to be 90 degrees there oh, that day. Yes, which almost never happened. <laughs> <laughs> My wife said, oh, I'm like, <laughs> she was miserable having to walk twice as far back right. <laughs> to get to it. Yeah, and that's even rough, the too, challenge. because on one hand, you're like, hey, I, I get to spend some more time in London. But the thing is, you're crossing back over the same territory you already you're like, saw. I already saw that. It's a complete waste of time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course, we did finally get over to the Tower of London and, and saw that. And the wife said, we're not riding the bus home. You're calling a cab. They're taking a straight <laughs> Make it easy. We're not doing the bus. So, um and then we got down the next day and did uh, went to uh, the Sherlock Holmes Museum uh, there on two two one B Baker Street. Mm-hmm. We went by uh, Big Bend and the Parliament and and all that. Now, of course, as things go, we uh, get down there and they were having a protest <laughs> over the uh, Gaza Strip. What had happened? You know they. Israel had bombed the Gaza Strip back at that time. And so they had all the bus routes messed up. I mean, it was an adventure trying to get back. I think we ended up on like four different buses. We got on the tube two or three times. Oh, jeez. Well, you definitely got to see Unfortunately, it wasn't 90 degrees. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got to walk through Piccadilly that we weren't planning on. <laughs> <laughs> did Did you get to see any of, like, like older London stuff? I mean, I know it's all mixed up in there with all the new stuff, but are there any, like, areas that are, like, specifically, like, hey, this area we've kept pretty much preserved, like, I, I don't know, the time of Dickens or something like that? <laughs> Not a full big section. You'll see, you know, little... An old building here, an old building a couple of blocks away type thing. They really, I mean, along the Thames, there's probably more that has been kept, um, you know, from the 18th century or so. Yeah. Yeah, I'd imagine if nothing else, you know, like even just like walking by like a street construction project over there would be interesting just to see like the layers. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah. There's the Blitz. There's Oliver (laughs) Twist. He's actually buried under the street. It's like history, just like in a building. Yeah, it's so cool. Oh yeah, and we—that—that's one thing that you know the wife and I love is—is traipsing around ancient ruins just because of how old they are. Yeah, is that a lot of the castles over in Ireland and forts and stuff you can or you can explore and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we've done almost everywhere. <laughs> yeah and when you when you're in an older city like that obviously i've i've only been in uh older cities here in america i, I used to live in philly for example and i i but you could always feel like the history yeah wherever you were like when you like uh, going down uh to get on the subway and stuff and you like you look down the tunnel and you see like this wall back there that is like done with like old old brick and you're like man this has been here forever right and you can just feel it. There's it's just so like a presence there. Um, is that how you guys pick your adventures? I mean, since you've been to like Ireland three times and the UK and all that, is what sparks all your vacations? Well, like you, my wife has got some um, Irish, Scottish blood in her. Nice. And so that was, you know, she had always wanted to go to Ireland. And so that, you know, I was all for it. And mm-hmm. 
We really wanted to explore it as completely as we could. So it ended up taking pretty much three years to really (laughs) do almost everything we wanted to do. And so um, I, I don't I don't think we've hit much on Scotland yet. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip there? Oh, that's we spent most of last trip um, last summer in in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And uh, we landed in, in um, not Edinburgh, but Glasgow and headed up to our uh, cottage up in the um, northern part of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, now the, the big difference between Scotland and Ireland is a lot of the old Scottish castles still have people living in them. And oh, they've wow. preserved them much better than than they had in, in Ireland, you know, with... I guess the battles were bigger and yeah. with the British and the Scottish, you know, they just mm-hmm. wanted to keep the Scottish under control. So <laughs> they didn't bother to uh, destroy their castles like some of the <laughs> Vikings did Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so area. we got to see, uh, yeah, the in, insides of some of these castles were just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, are, the stuff they, that they... Are they pretty much as they were? Have they, like, rigged them up with, like, electricity and things like that? I mean, they had put an electricity in them, but... You really, I mean, some, a couple we saw didn't have electricity in them, but most of them did have electricity in them that kind of been updated since the 1800s. Yeah. But some of the, the stuff that was inside of them was just unbelievable. You, the, the frescoes and the stuff that they did on the ceilings was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was almost like mosaic tile on the ceilings. Wow. With all these designs, you know, each tile had a different design on it. It was just, oh, unbelievable. And then uh, the Wallace Monument is um, just a few feet shorter than the Statue of Liberty. Oh, wow. And it's a spiral staircase all the way up (laughs) (laughs) and uh, of course my wife made it to about the second floor and said no no, no. if you want to go to the top be my guest but I'll meet you downstairs (laughs) I I can see the top from down here (laughs) that's right (laughs) but I had to I had to go up to the top oh man Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it wasn't a clear day. beautifully clear day, or you could have just seen everything. It was a damp and very low, cloudy day, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you? Because uh, I, I know, especially when when they get on a tear, uh, the Scots can be a little difficult to understand with their accent <laughs> and stuff. Sometimes, did you have much of an issue with that at all? Or um, we didn't run into it as much as I thought we were. Because, yeah, we had seen several uh, videos where, yeah, you couldn't understand a single word <laughs> we're saying. But, but fortunately, the people we had to deal with, for the most part, weren't were very affluent in right. American English. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. But... Um, were there any weird customs or any of your trips that, like, completely caught you off guard? Like, I don't know, having to bow and shake and do something before you ate your meal? I don't know. No, we didn't really run into any too outrageous customs that that threw us off, um, which was kind of nice. I I kind of expect to run into some this summer when we go to Italy. Um, He's just taking, like, my life dreams and, like, touring them. 
Well, it's a, it's all fine. It's fine. Once he gets back from Italy, what we'll do is we'll just hook up a USB drive to his head and download extract it all. all the information and put it into your head. So you you'll have taken the trip too. Yay! <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Now I usually um, take about three thousand pictures. I look forward to seeing during that. each trip. So yeah, I've got I've got pictures. Believe me. Okay, sorry, then we won't use a USB stick. We'll just take the SD Hard card drive. out of the camera. <laughs> like yeah. a normal person. Exactly. So what was the best souvenir you got on all of these trips? Like, because, I mean, you have to bring uh-huh. some crazy stuff home. What'd you find? Oh, yeah, we, we always bring some, a bunch of stuff home. Um <sighs> <laughs> dumped him i win <laughs> no well we got our granddaughter a kilt nice. oh cool yeah that was kind of a little out there uh you usually don't bring a kilt home um <laughs> I, as far as i okay so as far as like every place you went did did you learn anything about either the country or about the culture or yourself that you didn't know going in? Did you come come away with any any big insights or any any new knowledge or self awareness or anything like that? Well, most of the time it's God. This place is so lovely and great. Can't we stay here? <laughs> yeah, we've actually had a history of like. Wanting to run away. Well, moving to where we go on vacation. Yes. (laughs) We're like, where should we go now? (laughs) Like, I believe the second time we moved back to Pittsburgh, like, we went down there for Thanksgiving, and we were like, okay, let's just move back. We're just going to move back. Yeah, we're just going to. And then I came down here to Atlanta for Dragon Con, and we moved down like like, two two months later. So I guess we have to go to Orlando. It's the only place we've been. Yeah, well, even with all our bad luck that we've had going to ireland the wife still wants to retire there so um yeah because um i didn't tell you on one trip um my uh youngest son who went with us on the first three trips uh, we'd gotten to boston and we're going through security we get through security and he notices that his uh passport is missing apparently he had put it in the like you know, in the thing to go through the X-ray machine, and somebody had picked it up. And uh, fortunately, before the plane left for Dublin, somebody had turned it in, and oh, we were able goodness. to get it back. <laughs> but well, yeah, that was probably the biggest amount of panic oh, I'm sure, that we've had. He, and, he would have been stuck, stuck in customs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'd had to get him a plane ticket back to Dallas. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's no fun. I'm nope. sure he'd have been no. really upset to have to miss that trip, too. <laughs> yeah. And um, then, of course, the last trip we went to Ireland on, um, we'd gotten to our uh, little cottage that we stayed at, and it was a two-story. Mm-hmm. And it, it, the stairs down, this is one thing that we did notice that is seems to be fairly prevalent over there is the banister does not go all the way down to the last step. Oh. Yes. And the the bath was up um, in the upstairs bathroom. So the wife had went up, got her bath, came down, thought she was at the last step. Boom. Oh. Foul. Broke her foot. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, jeez. She spent the rest of the vacation on crutches. Oh, well, my so, gosh. So, so your wife is basically just a medical tourist then. <laughs> she would like to see every medical facility in Ireland before she's done. Oh, my goodness. That is crazy. Well, I, I mean, at least you guys still seem to have uh, to, to have made the most of the trips regardless yeah, really. of any sort of injuries or oh, anything. That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, we did what we could to to make it as enjoyable as we could. Mm-hmm. I mean, she couldn't get out and really uh, explore some of the ruins, but at least she did get to do the sightseeing in the car. So, yeah, that's all. And I, I mean, you know, seeing, seeing it, even if you don't get to go poke around in it, seeing it with your own eyes is its own kind of reward right. anyway. Well, that's really why she wants oh, to retire yeah. there is so she can actually go and do everything now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Also get the bragging rights. I was there, man. I conquered it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot to mention we went to, um, Loch Ness in Scotland. Oh, nice. of course. Did you see the monster? No. We looked. <laughs> we looked real hard, but no. Oh, that was, was interesting. I found out that I had uh, some of my DNA is from the castle. That's uh, Somebody from that castle has the, some same DNA as I do. Oh, There's that's a castle cool. there on, on Loch Ness, so. How do you find that out? I got some out? Scottish blood in me somewhere. <laughs> Did you, like, get a test done or something? Or Yeah, my my parents are big into genealogy, and, oh, okay. and she wanted yeah. to do this uh, DNA thing, and it you submit it, and it comes up with anybody else that has submitted DNA that's similar, so... Interesting. See, I, I've always been a little yeah. afraid, afraid to dig into my uh, my family <laughs> tree because I I have three big uh, historical figures who are in my family tree that I know about, and they all kind of scare me. So I'm afraid of what I don't know. But they're they're Stalin, uh, Stalin, uh, a guy named Louis Wetzel who was responsible for killing killing most of the Native Americans in the Ohio Valley back in the 1800s, <laughs> and then Phyllis Stiller. <laughs> and uh you know she she gave the scooby gang quite a hassle back in the 70s <laughs> oh yes <laughs> okay steve uh well i think th- i think we're, we've got enough here to, for a great phone great this is here. amazing thank you so oh, much definitely. for sharing with us uh, where can people find you online and everything steve all right well my twitter handle is at salier steve s-a-l-y-e-r-s-t-e-v-e mm-hmm and I have podcasts over at dvmpe.com. You can catch me on the following shows. <laughs> Ready for the list? <laughs> do yes. it. Yes, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go take a bathroom break. Go ahead and do the list, and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I might be done when you get back. <laughs> no, but go ahead. We want the list. I do yeah. elementary, Sleepy Hollow. The Fans of S.H.I.E.L.D., which also does Agent Carter, uh, Falling Skies, uh, Defiance. I'll be doing The Messengers and Wayward Pines this spring. Uh, also, Orphan Black. Good show. And you'll be able to catch me on another podcast on Doctor Who and Orphan Black as well. Nice. How nice. do you have time to watch all of these shows to podcast about all of these shows? <laughs> we have two that are around shows and I'm like, I can't. I can't handle it. <laughs> 
it's not easy sometimes. <laughs> it's like work sometimes. No, yeah, but just, yeah my, my DVR is awful full right now. <laughs> shows that I want to watch that I can't because I just barely get the ones I need to watch. watch. Yep, exactly. Okay, but we uh, definitely, and it's been, because, uh, you know, I, I, I think you came to us through greetings, right? Greetings from Storybrooke. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I found you guys. Yeah, and we we've just been talking to you forever, so it's finally nice to get a chance to actually talk, talk to, to you. you. Talk yes. to you. you. You were there for the universe yeah. planning session and everything else. Absolutely. Thank you for all of your support of our projects. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Oh, you guys do a great job. I enjoy listening to you. Well, thank, thank you. you. We don't enjoy listening to ourselves <gasps> at all. Oh, I thought you were going to say we don't enjoy listening to you. I was oh, like, no. that is so mean. I, I, it, it, I, I think we should let him host greetings from Storybrooke personally. There we go. <laughs> okay, but I, I guess we'll throw it back to Bill and Anne Marie in the future. So, All right, uh, so bye. see you guys. Bye, Steve. Hey, thanks, Bill and Anne Marie. Oh, hi, we're back. And we're back uh, with new hats and everything. We had a lot of fun with you guys in the chat room, for sure. And thank you, uh, Steve, again, for jumping in there uh, with with that great, great uh, story about his his many, many travels. So, Anne Marie, what's up next? What's up next is the idea box. The idea box. Yeah, after the phone box is the idea box. Yes, the idea box. (laughs) I'm like, I'm reading. Like, I switched over to your camera, and it's like a still frame from earlier. <laughs> and I'm not here. <laughs> Very odd. Okay, well, that's fine. We, we, we just won't use the Anne-Marie camera anymore. But Apparently. the idea box, this is where you guys submit uh, topics and ideas for us to discuss. And you can do that, uh, although we might be uh, channeling this just over channeling. to the uh, do it now. To the subreddit. Uh, but for, for now, you can go ahead to bit.ly slash idea box to submit ideas and topics for us to talk about. Um, so let's see here. Uh, yeah, this week... Uh, our, our big question that was submitted was, did you ever go on a vacation that changed your life? The answer is yes. Yes, definitely. And it, it's the same vacation, actually. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I guess we'll we go ahead. We can call it Spring Break 07. Woo! Spring Break 07. Woo! Woo! Oh, goody. Lovely <laughs> yeah, it, picture. We, we, we pulled up this uh, slideshow there of might uh, be pictures alcohol from in that cup. back in the day. Yeah, back in uh, Spring Break 07. Woo. Woo. Okay, so basically the deal was uh, <laughs> me and Amory, uh, if you didn't hear on one of the earlier episodes, we're married. We're kind of married. It's a thing we do. And uh, Amory's cousin, uh, Mike, right? Yeah. Michael? Uh, was getting married in Savannah, Georgia. Keep in mind, at this point, we had been dating, dating two months. Yeah, something like that. We'd known each other for years at this We'd point. We'd known each other for about six years. We'd only been dating for two oh, months. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so she asked me if I wanted to come down, and I was having a lot of fun. So well, let's like, go with my mom harassed my aunt to get him invited <laughs> to the wedding or to say, can we bring Bill to the wedding? Yeah. That was what happened. Because no one the would. The answer was yes. No one would invite me to a wedding just if, because they had to. Uh, <laughs> but, well, actually, the thing was, is I was planning on, because you were living in Pittsburgh at the time. I, already, was, I was back in West Virginia. Not at this point. You had already moved up. No, I, I don't think I had moved up yet. You moved up what, a week before. Well, we were planning on it. And what was going to happen was I was going to move up and stay with you and your roommate, Sarah, for a couple weeks while I was working on getting my own place. Yeah, that was just about dumb. Yeah, so, like, I, I brought everything up that Friday, unloaded it all, and then we took off for Savannah, I believe. Uh-huh. Like, we... 
we went down to Morgantown first, right, to pick to up pick your up brother, uh, who I'd never met her brother before. So yeah, you hadn't met Jimmy yet. No, no, I'd met your your. You mom's, met almost everybody else, you like your mom's side of the family and yeah. stuff. But I hadn't met your brother yet, so <laughs> I, I got to know him over the course of like a twelve hour car Something ride, like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the big things that kind of got us through the entire thing, like because we got lost in Virginia, we didn't have a we GPS. We didn't get lost on the way down. Mm-hmm. It was the way back when we got lost in West Virginia for oh, yeah. like three hours. Yeah. But, anyway. you, you know, uh, the trip down and everything, the w- way we kept ourselves motivated, pushing through all these, uh, you know, all these stops and, you know, all these states and everything was I, our rallying cry was Spring Break 07. Woo! We it ju- was Jimmy's spring break. Yeah, it was Jimmy's spring break, and we were. I think we were talking about how we hadn't had a spring break vacation. We never done a spring <laughs> yeah, break, so, so we, we were like, "This, this is, is our spring, spring break." <laughs> so, so you know, we got down there, and uh, I, I mean, it was a lot of fun, a lot of partying. Well, <laughs> we, um, well, we were rotating through like mixed CDs that you had made too for yeah. the trip. So that's what made it like really like a spring breaky road trip. Yay! Yeah, a lot of '90s music, and they greeted us with margaritas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, which is always fun. So, we were staying out on a – it's right outside Tybee of Savannah, Island. Tybee yes. Island it's out in awesome. Savannah. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Definitely. I want to go back. Yeah, and it was it was March, and we, we were leaving snow and ice, and it came down to Tybee Island, and it was like 90 degrees or something. It was just beautiful. And It well, wasn't 90, was it? Yeah, I think it, was, I think it was pretty hot. I know I got a sunburn. Well, that's because we were from the north. <laughs> and and that we might were have had a little south. bit to do with it, too. <laughs> I got burnt to a crisp. But no, there was a lot of uh, well, a lot of the wedding stuff. Yeah, there was a lot of partying uh, in in the big house we rented with your family. Like, yeah. I just remember a lot of drinking, a lot of hanging out on upper decks and things. We're like Irish. That. What do you want from us? <laughs> We're Irish. I remember playing some of my really bad music that I songs that I'd written for your family because <laughs> I brought my guitar with yes. me. Uh, yes. Um, I remember giving my cousin, well, my mom giving my cousin who is in eighth grade uh-huh. a margarita. Yes. Yes. I and then my that. mom went, you're in middle school. <laughs> I thought you were like 20. I thought you were at least 15. <laughs> awesome but it really i guess i guess the thing i mean we had a lot of fun we we got a lot closer as a couple and everything but the thing that really changed our lives was probably at the wedding yeah at the reception uh, more specifically you want to talk a little speak a little on that we were hanging out on the patio because it was it was like an inside outside thing and Mm -hmm. basically we were like we should do this like (laughs) We were like, let's like get be- married. Yeah. That yeah. and there is our proposal is we looked at each other and said, Let's get married. Yeah, okay, what? yeah, let's do that. Why don't we go ahead and get married? Like yeah. and if we if we'd only been dating a couple months, like, like too, said, which is the two weird months. thing. And we were like, No, this is right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember having like a really detailed conversation about like where we wanted to go and everything, because I was wanting to go back to California and I was cool with that. Yeah, yeah. You you were just like and this is something that that just kind of like made me think, yeah, yeah, this is really right is, is is you were just like like i i don't care like we both have things we want to do as long as we're to, together i don't care where we're doing them mm-hmm. you know and it, ju- it just like I, I was like no she's she's like really into this this isn't just like she wants to you know make a silly flirty girl you know she, she wants to undercut her cousin by announcing our 
<laughs> we didn't announce it. No, we didn't announce it. And I don't think we even I don't think we even necessarily said the word marriage so much or anything. Like it, that night. No, not that night because we were at somebody mm. else's wedding. How yeah, rude is that? It, another thing that was decided that night because you know I was, <gasps> oh, was planning on going to look for apartments and stuff, and you were just like, "Why don't you just stay with us?" You know, I, I I'll talk to Sarah. It'll be fine. It'll be we, we, was your roommate yeah. at the time. And another thing that was decided is that my mom passed off responsibility of when Anne Marie drinks too much. <laughs> oh yes, because you because got... the bartender was pouring. Okay, drink cup mm-hmm. is this big. Vodka was this much. Cranberry juice was this just a little bit much. right at the top. So Amory got trashed. Yeah, and she ended up puking at the reception. Yeah, outside of the reception hall. And like, my mom very looked badly. at him and said, "She's yours now," and walked <laughs> away. I vividly, re- I yeah. remember that. I think I looked at her and went, "What?" <laughs> so no, you were you were drunk. She didn't walk away. She walked over and got in her van, and because uh, I, I smoked cigarettes at the time, and, and got me a cigarette. <laughs> And uh, we just stood there, like, talking about you while you were puking. Awesome. Awesome. That's fantastic. Puking in the grass. Puking in the grass. I remember it. I remember the puking. Yeah, but that's the vacation that changed our lives. Yes. And then we had to leave at, like, 8 a.m. the next day. Guess who was still drunk? And, and that might have been part of the reason we got lost, right? Because no, <laughs> because you were no, all no, hung no, over. No, no, no. <laughs> I think I made you or Jimmy start the driving. Then mm. I took over, and then I was like, "Nope, tapping out." Pretty sure it was when you took over that we got lost. Spring Break seven. Woo woo. So there you go. That's our story, and we're sticking to it. Oh, really? And people got to see. And actually, if you know, kind of relevant. By if the you way. were seeing the pictures we were showing on the video stream, I'm wearing this one of the shirts I was wearing in in that video stream to kind of tie it all together. And if everything. you're also, if you're, oh, was the dress even in? Did you use the dress picture? I no, I don't think I used the dress oh, picture. Okay. Well, this is the dress I wore to the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Rumble's yeah, and, wearing and, it. And there's tonight. like a li- I have a little eight second video of you somewhere of you No, Yelling don't take a picture of me, don't take a and then it cuts off. <laughs> Yeah, it was in the hideous. dress and everything. Hideous. I was sunburned. Oh, and uh, Rebecca says she likes your hat that you're wearing, your I Gotham know. City That's hat. That's why I gave her a smiley face. Okay. See? I, I didn't get the smiley face yet. Well, okay. Speaking of Rebecca, though, uh, she actually, uh, well, she uh, put this up on her YouTube channel, which is youtube.com uh, slash user slash duckmilkprod <laughs> a few months ago. And I really, really, really enjoyed it. And when we were thinking about uh, putting together an episode on vacation, I was like, no, we should totally use Rebecca's uh, story. Uh, she went to see a live taping of saturday night live last year in new york city i and and actually uh it was i believe the season finale yes actually but a a lot of fun and she put together this little uh 15 minute video uh kind of kind of detailing her experiment so we're gonna go ahead and play that right now and then we'll be back to finish up with uh, with the mailbox take it away rebecca May 22nd, 2014, Rebecca's last chemo treatment for stage 3 HGR2 positive ER negative breast cancer. May 17th, 2014, Saturday Night Live season finale. It's 4.37 a.m. I am still at home. I'm about to leave to go to the airport. It's so early that even Batman is still sleeping. (laughs) So uh, I am going to New York City this morning. Uh, this and this weekend to go see SNL. I got tickets in the lottery. It was really funny because I guess I did it back in like August or whenever they sent out the notice, hey, send us an email if you'd like to be considered for the lottery. So I did that and I just sent an email saying, hey, please put my name in the lottery. I'm paraphrasing. I don't, I don't remember exactly what I wrote. But I'd kind of forgotten that I'd done that. <laughs> and a couple of weeks ago, I got an email saying you have two tickets for 
the uh, show on May 17th, which turned out to be the season finale, which is pretty awesome. It's hosted by Andy Samberg, so I'm pretty pretty excited about that. And what was funny was that just kind of joking around maybe, you know, because we kind of think we both kind of figured it would never happen. But my friend Julie and I made a pact that if I won the tickets, that I would take her with me to go see SNL. And that if she got the tickets, she would take me. So I am true to my word. So I am going to meet Julie at LaGuardia. And then we're going to go into the city from there. So we're going to hang out some uh, today. And then tomorrow, of course, is SNL. And then we come back on uh, Sunday. So pretty excited, kind of getting excited now because normally it doesn't really hit me until the day of. So I guess I'll be more excited when I actually get to New York because planes and airports are the worst. So I got to go catch a plane. Had this sent up from, I guess, the hotel manager for the New York Palace Hotel and um, says some fruits. Because I was really nervous about eating out, because I need to eat organically. In here was a bunch of Stonyfield yogurts. I've already put those in the fridge, but that was very cool that he sent that up for us. So it's 5:05 p.m. on Friday night. Julie and I have gotten tickets to go see the Newsies uh, on Broadway. Um, We had to wait in a very long line, and it was very rainy, so I don't have any video of that experience. I think Julie took some pictures, but it was very rainy. didn't want to bring my camera out, my iPhone, because it would get messed up. So we're about to go out to go to dinner at Sardi's. My reservation secretary made a... Reservation for me. Which, from my understanding, is the restaurant from the Muppets Take Manhattan that is full of rats that create rumors under the table. So I'm very, very excited about that. Big producer, dear. There's a big producer. And then we're going to go see Newsies and, um, then come back and rest our feet because our dogs are barking. (laughs) So we were going to go to the Today Show this morning, but my idiot self didn't realize that the Today Show on the weekend is only two hours long. So we ended up getting up around 8.30 or 9 to try to make it to, you know, through 11 of the Today Show, but the weekend version only lasts for about two hours, so we missed it. So they're putting it all up. Today we went to the Radio City Music Hall tour, which is pretty cool. We got to go not only just inside the building, we were able to go on the stage, which was awesome because there were no shows that required them to keep people off the stage. So that was pretty cool. Got to see all the inner workings there. Got to meet a Rockette, uh, who had been a Rockette for 12 years. And now we are at Rockefeller Center. 30, 30 Rock is behind me here. Thank you. No problem. So I'm at the top of the rock right now. Let's see... Some of the rock stuff. 
It's pretty cool coming up here in the elevator. They had video on the ceiling of the elevator, which was cool because when you looked up, you could see video and then you could see the elevator shaft going all the way up. That was really cool. It's a nice day today. It was rainy all day yesterday and now it is a perfect day to look over the city and see all the, the main sites, Central Park, Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty is very tiny from here, but we can see her. Julie and I are here. Yeah, there's Julie. At Rock Center Cafe, which is located at Rockefeller Center. And we requested that we sit outside, and we did, and we got an awesome seat. So we have already eaten dinner at Rock Center Cafe. Just got back from the SNL live taping, the season finale. I don't know what time it is. It's past 2 o'clock, and it was insane. We got there. We were the first people in the line with the, the tickets. We had tickets. And when we got to where we were going into uh, the security and going up the elevator into the studio, I got separated from Julie and Gary and Josh because the lady told me to go on and get in the elevator. So I did, and I got in the elevator. And I was in there with, like, three other people. And the guy who was near the buttons pushed the door shut. And when I looked at his face, I swear, no joke, it had to be, I'm, like, 99.99999% sure it was Sebastian Stan. So I didn't say anything. I freaked out. I, um... I didn't want to be that person to ask, hey, are you Sebastian Stan? So I didn't. But I am a hun- almost 100% sure that was who that was. And he went somewhere else. I don't know. He probably had some special seat for the show. But um, got up there, got reunited with um, a party. We went in. And before we went in, actually, we, uh, were ta- we were talking to one of the NBC pages. And she answered a lot of our questions about SNL and the page program. So that was pretty cool. And we got into the studio. We ended up sitting three rows up from the back. There was like the balcony and then there was three rows and then that was us. And we were kind of in the center basically. And before the show started, we noticed there were, there were some seats in front of us that were reserved and they had names on them. And we looked down and we saw Fumero and we saw Latrulio. And we noticed that those <laughs> were cast members from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And we all geeked out. And we we didn't know if that was, like, family members of theirs. We weren't totally sure. But then they actually came in. We actually saw Boyle and Santiago and Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And they sat directly in front of us for uh, SNL's season finale. And that was awesome. And... After the show was over, we we did talk to them and said, you know, we love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We're big fans. And so that was really cool. They were really nice. But forget all that. The SNL show was actually incredible. We saw Maya Rudolph right off the bat as Beyonce, which was hilarious. We saw Martin Short. Seth Meyers showed up. Paul Rudd showed up. Fred Armisen was there. Kristen Wiig showed up. It was incredible. Andy Samberg was a great host. Very funny. All the sketches were hilarious. And it was really fun to see how the cameras moved, um, how they did the audio with the, the mic booms, how the sets were moved and constructed and how everything was done very quickly. They, uh, there was a handler that uh, would, would drag Andy Samberg away after a sketch was finished to go to the next thing, I guess, to change or to put on his wigs or whatever he was doing. 
And that was really cool to see. And we saw Lauren Michaels a couple of times walking around, I guess, checking everything to make sure everything was cool. And we tried to wait on the 49th Street entrance into Rockefeller Center where normally cast members will come out and say hi to people and take pictures and things like that. But nobody was coming out. But we noticed there was a big party going on uh, where the Rock Center Cafe uh, is located right now on the um, on the ice skating rink. There's no ice skating going on, but the Rock Center Cafe has stuff outside. The store we ate dinner actually tonight. And we noticed there was a big party. There's a DJ. There were a bunch of lights. There were tons of people there. And we think that the cast members and <laughs> the Brooklyn Nine-Nine folks and all those people were going to some after-after-after party. It's 11.53 a.m. on Sunday. It's my last day in New York. I have to go check out of the hotel in a few minutes. But I have a couple hours to kill before I have to go to LaGuardia and fly back to Atlanta. So I think I am going to go try to find Midtown Comics which is somewhere around Times Square, so i got to go and find it. We passed it the other day, so I wanted to go check it out because I've heard about Midtown Comics, and um, I think I follow them on Twitter? I don't know. But I wanted to go and see kind of what a comic book store looks like in New York City. Found Midtown Comics. It was actually out there. I had to walk through Times Square, which was really fun. I got to do that again and see all those sites. And uh, I was going to go in there, maybe buy just one, you know, cheap issue of something. But then I did want to check out to see if they had any uh, Superman's Girlfriend Lois Lane issues because I collect those. A lot of the comic book stores don't have them, and if they do, they're very expensive. On the wall behind the cash register, they had some of their more expensive issues. (laughs) So I did check out Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane issues that they had, and they had one of the more famous ones, in my opinion, that exists from the Silver Age, which is this one. It's insane. The Silver Age was a nutty time. So uh, this issue where Lois Lane is kissing all the superheroes, uh, specifically Green Arrow in this in this cover, uh, I ended up buying it because I figured I'm at Midtown Comics and uh, I wanted to buy something. And so I bought that. It was a little more than I would have paid for normally, but I figured it was worth it. I'm in New York. Why not? And it was a really cool comic book shop. They had a lot of uh, really neat statues. Uh, there was a Spider-Man in there I took my picture with. And it was a it was a cool shop. And when I left there, I was just going to walk back to the New York Palace so I could get my bags and go to the airport. Walking through Times Square, and there was there's a Disney store in Times Square, so I thought I'd check that out. It had uh, big Maleficent uh, advertisements uh, above the store, so I went in. Really nice store, two levels. Biggest Disney store I've ever been in my whole life, and it was great. The the greeter said something about have a magical day and all that. Uh, kind of Disney lingo and I went upstairs and the escalator is really neat in that store because it looks like a Disney ride. It has a lot of decorations and and stuff going up the escalator so that was cool. It's 8.58 p.m. on Sunday night. I got back to Atlanta just a little bit ago. I'm still at the airport in my car Looks like I missed a ton of rain, so (laughs) glad for that. Um, 
I am completely exhausted. I can't wait to get home and go to sleep, but I'll probably try to stay up and watch a little bit of that Saturday Night Live episode that I was on last night and see how that went, see how it looked. And I don't know, maybe I'll be able to hear myself cheering. I don't know. <laughs> but I am glad to be back in the ATL. I am looking forward to sleeping in my own bed. But I had a ton of fun in New York. I do miss it now. I hope to go back to New York City soon because I got sort of familiar with You can sort of get around and get to know the city in a couple of days. So I look forward to going back to New York City sometime and, and feel like I'm more acquainted with the city and with uh, how to get around and all that. And maybe venture on the subway. Have, didn't do, I did mostly a lot of walking this trip and a lot of cab rides, but not any uh, subway adventures. So maybe next time. But I can't believe all the things we accomplished in just a matter of days. We saw a Broadway show, we went to Sardi's, got our picture made with the famous Kermit the Frog portrait from the Mumpus in Manhattan. We uh, were on stage at Radio City Music Hall. We did up Rockefeller Center big time, ate at Rock Center Cafe, did the Top of the Rock. Saw Saturday Night Live at the actual show taping, not the dress rehearsal, the actual taping that goes on TV and then today I ventured around did a little more Times Square business uh, did the Disney store there which is awesome did uh, Midtown Comics and got around the teeny tiny LaGuardia compared to, <laughs> to, to the Atlanta airport that is one of the tiniest airports I've ever been in uh, but we did a lot in a couple of days and I'm really proud of myself for going and getting around New York City a, a lot by myself today and even with Julie we did a lot of uh, maneuvering around the city and got around very well and uh, I'm proud that my feet held up because sometimes <laughs> on trips my feet give out but my feet are still intact uh, I was still able to do some walking today and feel pretty good but I'm really tired but had a good trip Seeing SNL live was one of the things that I've always wanted to do. It's kind of a bucket list scenario ever since I was in middle school, high school. That was always something I wanted to do. So really happy and amazed that I actually got to do it and that we had amazing seats and that we saw the people that we did and had as much fun as we did. So good trip. month later, Rebecca had a unilateral mastectomy. Um, <laughs> sorry, her breast cancer's gone. <laughs> yeah, and thank you very much, Rebecca. Really, really good story. And uh, Jasmine uh, in the chat room said, hey, this is a great story. Yeah, very much, Jasmine. And we definitely uh, want to thank Rebecca for le letting us uh, use her uh, video. And you can follow her on Twitter at Derby Kid. And you can subscribe to her YouTube channel where she's putting up a bunch of other videos like this. She's sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Uh, but uh, at youtube.com slash user slash duckmilkprod. And we'll have that link in the show notes at universebox.com too. And we, we love Rebecca and uh, such Hence a great story. my tears and big puffy hearts for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I guess uh, we'll uh, wrap up with a little uh, mailbox, right? Yes. Mailbox. <laughs> sure. Mailbox. I can do this. 
Okay, I, I, I can no, do I can the do reading. It. Okay. I can read it. Just give me two seconds. Bye. Do the, do the whole, how do you contact us? Okay, uh, yeah, and uh, next week uh, for our episode that we'll be oh. revealing here in just a minute, oh, uh, you can email us, universeboxshow at gmail.com, Twitter at universe underscore box, the Facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box, and the voicemail number, which we always love, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And we got one letter this week on vacations uh from nicole troyer i uh, want you uh do i can you, do it you want to read it i got it, it? i got <laughs> it cool okay uh ability and marie when i think of vacation there are just so many different ways that my brain goes it's hard for me to pick an absolute favorite vacation because there are just so many different factors married not married kids no kids don't have to worry about expenses paying for everything so i went with my two favorite when i was still living at home and not have to worry about paying for vacation oh, thanks girl thanks girl <laughs> um as a kid my family and another family went to lake on ontario canada almost every summer we would rent a cabin on the lake and spend a week there fishing and chilling it wasn't until i was much older that i realized how not vacationy it was <laughs> we would get up before dawn to go out on a boat we prepped every meal and cleaned up after every meal but we did have some great times there as a family one summer when i was 17 and my brother was 14 we skipped the canada trip and instead went on an epic three-week road trip west from ohio to the coast south to the tip of california southeast to Arizona, then back east home. It was great, and the scenery was fantastic. Thankfully, we all got along most of the time and really had some great family bonding time before my senior year of high school. Um, now that I have my own family and my kids are young, um, eight to two or two to eight, however you want to say it, <laughs> uh, my favorite vacations are the ones that are laid back. Nice, lazy beach vacation. Mm. I would love to do a big Disney trip someday, but at the moment, cost is a bit prohibitive with four kids. I'd imagine. On. Um, <laughs> my all-time favorite was probably the trip I took with my husband and his dad and brother to Germany and Switzerland. That was a great trip. And my current dream vacation would be to visit England. Some of my best memories were made on vacation. Thanks, as always, for the podcast. And thank you, Nicole. Thank Definitely. you so much, Nicole. Yeah, and uh, like I said, um, well, I'll go ahead and give you the contact information after we reveal uh, what's in the box uh, for next week. But uh, before that, uh, we have some takeaways uh, for this week's episode. Uh, if, if something can go wrong on your vacation, it probably will. Yep. Uh, sometimes the best part of a vacation vacation is coming home again uh having a good vacation it's all up to you whether your vacation is good or not and our last uh takeaway is the beach basically the best pretty much it's the best pretty much and uh so uh what's in the box for next week Anne marie we didn't show off the memory box so oh we didn't show although we kind of revealed it kind already, of already revealed it. let's see but... if your, your camera's back yet nope camera's no. still not back yet i'll camera's put it on your... back Fear. We're, fear. Next week, we're talking fear. <laughs> next week, we're going to terrify you, or at least we're try, we'll try. We'll try. Uh, so, so go ahead and send in your nightmares. What makes you afraid? Have you ever conquered a fear? Uh, tell us about your favorite scary movie. The only thing you have to fear is not, not submitting something. something. And you can go ahead and submit your stories uh, to universeboxshow at gmail.com. The Twitter's at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash the universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. And remember, we want just little video clips from everybody just saying something you're afraid of. Dogs, heights, something like that. Real quick, a uh, little video or audio clip. We would definitely appreciate it. You can even call them in to uh, 424-274-2352 just to identify them as such and then just just say your thing. Hang up. It'll be good. Now, Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter 
um, at AMD Simone. Um, I also have a blog, crunchycrafty.com. Excellent. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow our other podcast at legendsofgotham.com, where we talk about the Fox show Gotham, and greetingsfromstorybrook.com, where we talk about uh, ABC's Once Upon a Time. Now, if you're watching live, stick around. We're going to have a little bit of a team meeting here uh, right after we're done. Eva, I know it's already been a long episode, but we'd love for you to stick okay, around then. just a couple minutes to chat. And uh, in wow, well, how do we end the We never – this is only like the third one, fourth one. I in, Until next time, remember universe. to look outside. Look oh, Universe Box. Yeah. Get inside. Universe Box. Get inside. Something like that. We'll Maybe get it next, next week. Maybe next week we'll be able to do it. <laughs> next week. Whoops. do 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 Bam. See, now that was good. <laughs> universe Box. We're changing. Stories set to a theme. Think outside. Universe Box.